Hello, and welcome to Isolation Conversations. With Ben. And Jen. Putting the Q&A in quarantine. Oh, I am always a delighted person. Like, that's just my general being. But I'm super duper delighted because today we have the co-founder of Pack Theater NLA. And uh, he's also on the board of directors for Camp Improv Utopia. Please put your hands together for Brian James O'Connell. <laughs> oh, fant- fantastic. Thank you so much. Wow. <laughs> what, a, what, a, uh, what a great fanfare. <laughs> uh, cool. Well, so Brian, tell us who you are. Uh, yes, my name uh, my name is Brian James O'Connell. I have to go by all three names because there was a Brian O'Connell in SAG already, and now Ooh. because of S, because of lots of you know plus twenty years of doing that, and for SEO purposes, that is just what I have to go by now. But my friends call me BOC, which is what you guys will call me today because you're my friends. Uh, I am a yes, thank you. I'm a feature film director and uh, uh, television producer and writer. And actor in in Los Angeles. That is that's my main thing that I do, and I uh, do a ton of improv. I'm known as an improv guy. Uh, I'm one of I'm one of the improv guys, and uh, I've been doing that uh, for March uh, January January nineteenth, uh, two thousand three was my first class, and January March second of two thousand four is when I graduated from Iowa West. Uh, so. Go, go, getting up in there, I'm I'm well into my second second decade of doing it, and that's uh, that's what I do. Somewhere. Sixteen, seventeen I love, years, yeah. I love that you know the date. To uh, to the date, yeah. That that week is a very what I like to call uh, BOC's best week ever. Uh, January fifteenth is the uh, the anniversary of the Hudson flight that my sister was on. Uh, she Sully, uh, yeah. Yeah, my sister was on the front of uh, USA Today. It's the famous photograph with the uh, the plane in the water and the frogman, and then the three white ladies on the uh, life raft. That's my sister Lisa on the far right there. Wow. Huh. Yeah, my parents' wedding anniversary is January 17th, and January 19th uh, is the first long-form improv show I ever saw, which was Tiger Pants at 11 o'clock on a Sunday night at iOS in Los Angeles. Very cool. Yeah. Wow. I'm known for my memory as well. (laughs) (laughs) Which really works when you're an improviser. You're so good at callbacks. Uh, Blessing and a curse, because sometimes I'm I'm also making uh, very, very obscure references in the middle of a scene, and people people go blank because they're like, what is he talking about? What is that? I'm like, oh, yes, you don't know that the oldest haberdashery in North North America is in Cincinnati. Of course. Why would you ever know that? (laughs) Why would you ever know that? Uh, Just me and my 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 weird brain. It's also unhelpful to me because uh, my brain is also very selective of what it uh, like. I I can tell you that the two lead singers of the Turtles were in the Frank Zappa 200 Motels, uh, you know, whack job movie. Uh, but I could not tell you the name, the first name of the executive that we had on our TBS pilot. Couldn't put a gun <laughs> in my head. So that's, yeah, that's not always helpful, Ben. <laughs> right, right. No, I get oh. it. I get it. Uh, I was very thankful to be on stage with you a few months ago, and was I was delighted. Time, yeah. Was delighted with your knowledge of Guar. Oh yeah, <laughs> for sure. Uh, yeah. Again, I don't know if we talked about it or not, but like. 
Yeah, I went to that show at Ziggy's in Winston-Salem over on Beatty Street, and the deal was is my friend Lance Barbour uh, bought the tickets. He was like, I'll pay for the tickets. You be the designated driver. And I said, you got it. That sounds like a great deal. <laughs> and then dropping him off uh, at the house, and then I got pulled over because one of my taillights was out at about 3 o'clock in the morning in a not great pl- area of Winston-Salem. And this is uh, this is where my white privilege really kicked in. The uh, Forsyth County Sheriff's deputy who came up, and I am covered in gore, just <laughs> head to toe, just red. <laughs> like I look like an axe murderer. And I rolled down the window on my '84 Volvo station wagon, and I went, ah, "Funny story, true story." Uh, and then I proceeded to explain <laughs> what guar was in like 60 seconds to this guy, and he just looked at me and he went. Well, who would make up that that wasn't true? Get your taillight <laughs> fixed. <laughs> right? Get your taillight fixed and uh, drive safe. Because once I explained that I was the DD and all that, he could definitely tell that like there's no beer on my breath and all that. He was like, oh, this kid's just scared shitless. Uh, yeah, get your taillight fixed and go home. Oh, if I had been a person of color, I would have had one in my ear immediately. Yeah. Immediately. Oh, it's hard, it's hard yeah. to explain. No, I was, I'm covered in blood from a giant penis that – uh, it's for fun, yeah. like for fun, yes. you know. So, uh, because I, I, I wanted to get close to the stage, you know, where Slime Master Hyman is, and uh, as you know, <laughs> I, yeah, she's the only female in the group, but uh, you know, like it's it was a lot of that. It was a lot of that. I think you also have on your side the fact that a cop would know what real blood smells like, and fake sure. blood is very sweet. Yeah, uh, it doesn't have that iron smell. No, oh, it was maybe. yeah, it was a lot of Cairo syrup like all over me. Yeah, oh. yeah, 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 yeah. It was so very sticky. sticky. Very well, sticky. Yeah. This so. uh is the is the weirdest segue we've ever had into our Twitter <laughs> question. Uh, how has your daily routine changed as a result of all the COVID nineteen uh shifts? Well, um it's I am one of the fortunate few. Um, because especially living out here in Los Angeles, uh, Los Angeles improv community is, is slightly different than a lot of other communities is that so many of us, uh, do it as sort of, not only sort of as a living, but also as, uh, our, our main focus of things. And what I mean by that is that there are very few improvisers in Los Angeles that also have a regular like nine to five job or an income uh, or families or houses where, uh, uh, that kind of stuff. So, so much of that is a lot of juggling because of the industry. You have, you wait tables, but also you drive for Lyft or you do Postmates or you also walk dogs or you're also a Manny uh, <clears throat> two or three times a week. And I was that for a very long time, uh, for 20 years. I was going to say, all of this yeah. sounds like <laughs> like you have had experience. <laughs> yeah, for, for a good long while, um, from 2000 to, yes, yeah, so for about 18, 19, about 20 years solid. Um, cause I moved out here in August of 2000, uh, from North Carolina to Los Angeles. Uh, I, I ran pool halls. I was the bar manager, at, you know, at iOS for a long time. I did a lot of that. And also like running, running the pack theater. I was like, for all intents and purposes, the sort of de facto artistic director for about two and a half years. So getting used to working from home and answering emails and doing all that stuff. But then I stepped down from my duties of March, March 2nd of last year. And so I've been really working from home, uh, kind of already doing a lot of, uh, writing, uh, doing a lot of, uh, pitching of projects. Um, and then, you know, and then traveling, uh, a lot to go, uh, and like, you know, go to, go to places like Raleigh and, 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 and Austin and, and, and teach 
and Kansas City and Oakland and having fun like that. But being at home and sort of setting your days and, and making it feel like a work day, I've kind of already been doing. Yeah. Uh, so I, it was not as uh, as much of a cold shock or splash of water as it has been to a lot of people who went from being able to go everywhere and do whatever they want and to immediately not being able to do that. To me, it was a little bit more of a frog and a, a cold pan of water where the heat got turned up gradually. And I was like, no, I'm used to this kind of temperature. I mean, I miss my long, you know, 90 minute walks that I would take during the day. So as, as Ben was talking about earlier, having like, you know, your one, your one big walk of the day, right. thankfully I can still do some of that. Cause I, I live uh, in Silver Lake proper and there's like hills and stuff that is, you know, was pretty much dead anyway uh, beforehand. So I'm still yeah. able to sneak off and do that kind of stuff. Uh, and also because of, I'm also about 14 days ahead of all the rest of you. Uh, whereas, uh, my, my girlfriend, um, was traveling, uh, out of the country. She was in the, uh, she was in Finland and the Baltic States, uh, Latvia, Lithuania, uh, and, uh, Estonia. And then she was flying back through, uh, Heathrow. So she moved up her flight because that was when, uh, the federal government said, Hey, we're going to, you know, we're going to shut off all travel from Europe for 30 days. And I was like, Hey, you should get back sooner than later come home now right yeah and so we we worked that out but i was already going like all right who i know some friends in london let me call on those favors because if she has to be there for 30 days uh and now so i so when she got back we immediately had to quarantine for 14 days we had one day where everyone where i was late walk around and everyone was still in walk around and then the very next day after that is when uh the mayor uh, and the governor both came out with the, uh, you know, the, the stay at home order. Right. Yeah. We were the very first and, uh, and we're, and we're pretty, all of us here are pretty, pretty good about that. Uh, except there are still some pockets of some ding dongs where you like, I think last week uh, we were begging them to be like, Hey, you have to, I know it's essential businesses and all that kind of stuff, but you have to shut down the Brentwood farmer's market because look at this look at the footage of how fucking crowded it is because rich people are stupid so please please force them as well to stop doing it so i for me and also i'm one of the lucky few that like i'm working on a television show right now that's the second season of it and it's animated and it's the places as these measures has been going on as we've been doing pre-production doing the writing we are able to we are able to do this kind of work sequestered uh, and isolated from each other. And now to the point where as everyone else is sort of canceling productions and, and pushing things back, uh, we are one of the lucky few productions that can still go. And so they're, they're bringing in equipment to us and uh, I'll, I'll be doing uh, when you see this show on the air, you keep in mind that uh, every single piece of it I did from my house. Uh, wow. From writing it to rewriting to doing the voices, from d- directing stuff, uh, I will be doing it from the "quote unquote" comfort of my home. <laughs> so it's I I which it has. So yeah, I'm going crazy just like everybody else, but my crazy is uh, at least has a little bit more structure to it, which is nice. Yeah, and, yeah, and that it, bleeds really well into our our next question, which is excellent. what hobbies or things are you doing to stay occupied? It sounds like you're already there. 
Uh, yeah, I mean, well, think of you know, again, a blessing and a curse is uh, I'm I'm a workaholic. I am at my most happy when I have a ton of things to do, and especially because we are all very lucky that we are all creative people. That those things are creative things to do. I don't think mm-hmm. I'd be. I don't know if I worked in accounts receivable uh, at you know <laughs> at some sort of uh, big corporation. Would I be a workaholic? Uh, I'd be like, get me the hell out of here at five oh one p.m. every day. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, but also, like I, I cook. I was you know I've, I worked in restaurant kitchens for 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 a long time. So I I make the I make the point to wake up in the morning and take the pleasure of prepping and, and, and cooking a, a breakfast. It takes me usually like an hour, you know, to, to just really sort of that's, so that's very calming. I try and, I try and read. Uh, uh, I'm a voracious reader. I love to read. So I kind of, right now it's kind of hard to do any of those hobbies, like especially like taking a walk or, or working on any sort of side projects because we're kind of in the, we're kind of in the heart of the writing process for the TV show where I'm writing they're giving us notes and then things kind of change every day. So, I mean, like for, for example, I can't talk too much about, it, but for example, on, on season one, I, I wrote a hundred and I wrote 130 sketches in two days. Uh, yeah. With the average sketch length being about 20 seconds. And this is all, this is all public domain cartoons and live action stuff that we are repurposing. So uh, also the same thing. And, and since I am a film editor, where the rest of the boys on Dr. God are not, sometimes I have the luxury of being like, I don't know if they're going to get this joke. I'll just, I'll just cut it together. <laughs> I'll just make. So for like the example for like the last week in the last like four, yeah, like the last week to 10 days, I've, I've written probably like 70 sketches, but also I've, uh, uh, edited and uh, edited and looped and created uh, 19 short films to uh, to uh, to get across the idea that I want uh, because wow. yeah again I'm lucky because they watch do it and go sleep? oh that oh <laughs> man uh, I do now because my girlfriend has been very good about uh, you know making sure that we go to bed at a decent hour and all that and I, I used to only average about four to six hours. Jeez. And I used to have really bad insomnia, but now, now I'm, 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 I'm rocking a solid, probably like seven, but once, once the eyes open, like I, I pretty much go for it. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So that's, that's what I'm, that's what I'm doing there. I'm a maniac. <laughs> yeah. No, it seems like you're, it seems like you're, you're keeping plenty busy. Um, yeah. So, uh, sure. so I guess, uh, next, the, the next question, uh, what would take your, your situation, your shelter in place, uh, or your, your isolation, whatever, whatever it may be, what would take it to the next level? So like, what's like one of, if anything, uh, like you said, you're, you're, pre- you're already pretty like adept at being at home all the time. Um, yeah. Doesn't mean I like it. <laughs> Doesn't yeah. mean it's good for me mentally, right. but yes, it, uh, I am adept at it for me. Uh, I am again, very lucky me and my girlfriend, I moved into her place. <laughs> uh a couple of years ago and hers is a very nice you know two-bedroom apartment we have rent control um people who live in los angeles because we are we 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 passed you know new york city and san francisco i think last year of being like the most expensive housing here is a real issue mm-hmm. uh and it's not getting any better so we are we are very lucky in that sense that we are able to cohabitate but also be able to pay rent that isn't uh astronomical 
I again, I was, I was, you know, I was that guy for a very, very long time. So you'll still see me online going like, "Hey, Gavin Newsom, how about you like suspend that rent because." people being evicted three months from now or tomorrow is no different, you know, like, right. so for me, I think it's, it's, I don't want to be like, Oh, we'll, we'll take it to the next level. Cause I don't want to make it seem like I'm complaining. Uh, that I'm fortunate. That at least I get to go to a, another room. We're not like a studio. You know, <laughs> we just have to look at each other. Um, I, I think for me, it's a, a backyard. <clears throat> if I had, if I had a backyard, yeah. uh, the, being able to go outside still shelter in place, but also have a backyard. Like I played soccer for years and years, like, man, to be able to just go out and kick a ball around and work on my Corvairs, I think, and just sort of turn my brain off for an hour, I think would be very helpful because that's the other thing too. Like all, like I'm a huge, I'm a huge professional wrestling guy, specifically independent (laughs) professional wrestling. All those things are gone now. I'm a huge NBA fan. All that is gone now. My, my my hobbies, my attractions, the things that sort of give me life are uh, don't exist currently. So being able to go out and do that, or like have a fire pit. Oh my god, you guys, a fire pit and oh, sit we around the fire it. Pit. That was like one of the first things we did. Oh god, great. you're so, you're so smart. Yeah, and then just like having having sort of that thing. Thankfully, like we 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 live in a small area, and we know our we know our neighbors, and we are fans of them. Uh, but it mm. is, it's, 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 if we, you can't, if, if we had a backyard, then we could at least like talk over the fence six feet away. You know? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, right. And they're like, Hey, yeah, let me, uh, let me... controlled outside space. Yeah. Like, Hey, I'm going to walk over and put this wine glass down and then I'm going to walk away. And then you come over and you pick up the wine glass and then, <laughs> and then we'll have a, you know, then we'll have a drink together kind of, kind of thing. So. I think a yard. Yeah. I think a yard. Also, if I yeah. had a yard, I would immediately I would immediately fill it with a dog. So, right. I yeah. I'm trying to convince my husband um, because they have at the Humane Society. You can go get a pet to shelter with you. I'm like, I mean, it'll just be a couple weeks, Adam. Uh, we could just get mm-hmm. another dog. And he's like, mm-hmm. I know what you're doing. I know what you're <laughs> I know, doing. I know who you are. <laughs> <laughs> I want 17 dogs so bad. We'll oh, just man. get a dog for you to fall in love with, and then we'll put it back in the shelter that it doesn't want to be in. It'll be fine. Well played. <laughs> well, well played, Ben. The thing is, is that we have, we also have a nine-year-old. So if we bring another dog into the house, all I got to do is convince the nine-year-old that this is the new dog. That dog's not going <laughs> anywhere. Oh, man. <laughs> Oh, that's uh, that's yeah. that's Machiavellian in the best possible way. Well played. <laughs> well played. Yeah, what yeah. you're talking about with the backyard is definitely. I was I, I took like my first. Uh, I, I like looked on looked on Google Maps and found a park nearest like near enough, and I walked mm-hmm. and it was so weird to be like at a park, but then have to still be like, oh, I got to make sure that I'm not too close to the other people in this gigantic park. Yeah, like you just can't turn your you can't turn your brain off of like, oh, is it six feet? And I, you know, am I breaking whatever rule? Yeah. Oh, the parks here are open, but anything that's a jungle gym or a high contact surface is just taped off with like the do not cross uh, police tape. Awesome. Could you? Yeah. 
even in like small neighborhoods. So ours is locked in a no trespassing sign, but then there's like this really posh little like sports uh, complex and it's just yellow caution tape all over the place. Oh, that'd be great. Could you do me a favor? Could you or someone else you trust go to Guilford County where I'm from and make them do that? (laughs) Because Uh, uh, I'll put a call into Jenny Stencil. Please, because as of two days ago, they were uh, that county was the third highest in the country for new infections and rich rates. Oh. If you look at that map where the you know yellow to like y- light yellow to gray bluish areas are the areas that are you know have you know have flattened the curve and have done all those things and uh, just just bright bold red in all of Guilford County, and I'm just like, mm, could you please not? Destroy one of the my home. one of the pages that a, a friend of mine had shared. She works for the Department of um, Transportation, and it was oh, yeah. when people stopped traveling two miles, and mm-hmm. all of North Carolina is just beat red except for the triangle. Um, we got that memo super early, and we've been in lockdown, you know, yeah. three weeks now. Yeah, I mean, when you're in the research triangle park where people are used to being like, "Hey, we we've we've studied worst case scenario stuff like this before. We should not do this." Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's helpful to have. Yeah, yeah, but it's. I think you and I are talking about the same map, where it's just like, "Oh, guys, <laughs> stay home." I, I know it's a. I know it's lots of rural areas, and some people have to go two miles to get to a grocery store. But like every day, every day, no. I think you guys are still going to bars and stuff, which drives me insane. Oh, in Anderson, uh, South Carolina, they they busted a speakeasy. They busted a, like, uh, basically a bar that had just, like, you know, boarded up the windows. And they were like, well, we'll just we'll just make sure that nobody can see inside and we'll just keep doing the bar stuff. And it's like, well, (sighs) I had not heard that. But as again, someone who has worked in uh, bars and pool halls uh, and, and on both sides of the uh, the, the table, uh, not su- not surprised in the slightest. Not at all. No. At all. Uh, not at all. I'm 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 actually stunned that I haven't heard about that sooner. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. man. I'm. Yeah. I'm. It's it's the only the, the only the only bad people who are having a hard time right now are burglars. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Home invasions uh, are way way down because everyone's home, man. Yeah. Oh man. So, um, we'll ask this. That's that could be an answer. But what have you discovered is the silver lining in on in all of this? The unexpected upside or something that brings you joy in this time of coronavirus? That is uh that is a very very good question. It is uh it is I'm not going to lie. It has been very very hard for me to uh, uh find a silver lining. I know everyone who says that they're a realist really means that they're a pessimist. Um, but I, I like to think of myself as being uh, pragmatic. And um, on the one hand, the, the the silver lining is that I am very blessed to have as as many as uh, great friends as I have. A present company also included, uh, doing doing oh, fun things like yes, of course, yeah, doing fun things like this. Uh, I did an I did an AMA about improv and filmmaking the other day on on Facebook because I was just like, hey, a lot of people are anxious right now, and I know a lot of creative people that are not allowed to be creative who are also worried about how they're going to pay rent and how they're going to pay food and how can they get through unemployment. I'm like, hey man, if you, any questions you need to have about anything, improv, filmmaking, music, whatever, like let's 
let me distract you for a couple hours and, and make you feel good about whatever projects that you're working on now. Uh, that kind of stuff, stuff like this. Like I'm encouraging, like, I know everyone likes to be snarky and make jokes of like, Hey, young white man, please don't start that podcast during. Coronavirus. <laughs> no, no, no one cares about your opinions about the snorks. Uh, but I, I will I'm say, not I have that way. Podcast space. I, people look, people look at me and they just assume I have a podcast. So this is just oh, a long time coming. For sure. So, st- <laughs> so stuff like that, but I think, uh, I th- doing stuff like that, but also constantly reminding myself, um, cause it's hard for me to find the silver lines right now that we, we are very lucky uh, in the sense that we are part of the improv community, which is arguably one of the best communities, not only as far as over the mass majority of the people in the improv community are good people because we've all been taught the same thing, which is how to listen and how to take care of the other person and how to be empathetic. Mm-hmm. That's one of my big lessons for improv is, you know, that I got from my mentor, Miles Stroth, which is, you know, uh, the secret of being a better, more interesting improviser is being a better, more interesting person. And with that comes, you know, not only studying art and literature and history, but it also means kindness. It means forgiveness. It means empathy. Uh, and then the silver lining, because I know a lot of people are hurting right now. And I, there, there's some good hope and then there's some false hopes. And there's some people that I, I think haven't adequately prepared themselves for what the future is going to look like. But at the same time, uh, I can't think of few other communities that are more prepared for this kind of stuff because we're already used to having each other's backs. We're already used to having times where we're like, hey, if you need anything, reach out. I got your back. You can call me. Just a vent. Whatever you want. Like that. Like we're always willing to do that for any improviser when you know they have a death in the family or yeah. they're going through a hard time financially at their work or anything. Like we're already prime to do that so now that we're doing it all for each other uh i i feel that's the silver lining for me i feel very very fortunate to be part of this versus being part of like i don't know a co-ed softball league where <laughs> most of the guys take it way too seriously and send long emails with no paragraph breaks and no punctuation you know or being part of a group of dance moms like i don't think you're i just don't think you're dedicated to sparkle motion like one of those kind of things uh, so, this how is can a, you this, not be dedicated to sparkle motion we put the sparkle I, in motion there you go Ugh. so that that's that's my that's my silver lining that like you know i mean i just i talked to uh, my buddy dave holmes earlier today where he's just like he's like how you doing i'm like i'm worried about this on that and he was like he was like ah oh, god i want to get i want to get the quote correctly what did he say like I don't think I don't think he would be upset. Uh, I was like I'm not talking out of school or anything, but I just want to. It was so beautiful, and I want to make sure that I got it okay. He said, "I remain hopeful for reasons I do not understand and have not examined." Oh, <laughs> oh. I, I told him. I said, "No shit." I said, "Thank you for that." Actually, I I I may no snark. I may just get that sewn onto a pillow. <laughs> like. That we is, have a friend who's doing uh, cross stitching right now. We'll get her to do it for you. Awesome. One of the, yeah, one of the things that has bummed me out. Uh, one of my one of the gifts that I was going to get. Uh, this is how my brain works. And you talk about you talk about bits and callbacks. Uh, during one exchange between Doctor God, that is my improv team, that has become a uh, comedy collective and production company. Uh, at one point, they. Uh, we have we had an email chain going back and forth about uh, about a particular thing, and and someone I think it was Justin who said uh, he's like uh, I agree with everything, especially Brian's notes. 
<laughs> and so, and so I I put in an order to be delivered for it was going to be it was going to be the like opening gift for us starting this season. It was I was getting them all hand sewn pillows that said. <laughs> I agree, <laughs> I agree with, with everything, but but it's specifically Brian's notes. Uh, and then, <gasps> and now that that just went away, <laughs> just went away because I was like, "There's no, there's no way I can give this to you guys, <laughs> and I'm not, I'm not going to order it until it's all this is over, and God knows when that's going to be." But I had, I had put that in the Google Calendar to remind myself, like that was going to be a five month callback. <laughs> like, they were they were just gonna be like holy shit i cannot believe you've been holding on to this forever and i'm like yeah that's what i do that's what i do very nice cool well yeah. that's that's our uh that's our whole uh isolation question list um do you have anything oh, great. Uh, first off thanks of course you know thank you so much for, for absolutely uh, thank oh, you so much again, thank, uh, thank you thank you for having me on i um again i am always very humbled and very flattered when anyone asks me to do anything that's uh, uh this you know even if uh, even if we weren't all supposed to be shelter in place and all that even though it's still always going to be digital like i i look at things like this whether it's you guys being so kind and having me you know sit in with you when i was uh when i was in Raleigh and playing at comedy works. I really appreciate that. It meant a lot to me. Um, the times that, you know, Ben and I have, uh, have hung out at, at festivals and stuff and then like doing stuff like this, like this is me. This is you. This is you guys inviting me into your home and where I come from. That's a big deal. When someone invites you into your home, that is a, that is a, a sacred honor and you should treat it as such. So I, I, I very much appreciate it. Yeah. We, uh, like I said, we appreciate, uh, we appreciate you, you being here. And obviously, you know, what's a podcast without, uh, tossing the plugs. Do you have anything that you specifically want to, uh, to plug for the people? Uh, obviously if anybody has a uh, police tape, if you can go around to all the <laughs> public parks, uh, yeah. in, what was the County? Guilford County. Guilford yeah, Guilford County. Guilford County. Yeah, it's one of those cat where like my southern accent comes out, uh, where the D is like the D is silent, brother. <laughs> oh man, you talking but about Guilford? But that F is prominent. Guilford. Yeah, Guilford. Guilford. You gotta go Guilford County. My my, uh, I went to school in Forsyth County though. My my grandmother lived in Clemens, right? Uh, the, yeah, yeah. It's oh, yeah. nice because all my family, my dad's from the south side of Chicago, and my mom's from a small town called Ottawa in Illinois. And so I am, except for me and my 16-year-old nephew, everyone else in my family was born outside of North Carolina. It's 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 him and me. Uh, right. But like, there's some there's a couple of beers or uh, the right scenario, and they uh, I get real country. Oh, uh, mine yeah. comes out when I'm when I've been drinking, when I'm very tired, or if oh, I've yeah. spent any time talking to my mother. Oh, yeah, yeah mine, there you go. Uh, Mine's anxiety based. Like if I'm talking to uh, a potential, like, uh, like if I'm doing like a, a talking to like a, a person at a hotel mm-hmm. or, uh, or even just like ordering mm-hmm. things at the drive through, or if I'm talking to a client or like, uh, my boss or something, or if I'm talking to a family member, like any, any time like that, like for some reason, I just, uh, decide that, oh, well, I, I can't just talk normal. I have to talk like I'm wearing a white polo, uh, you know, <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, I, uh, yeah, Neil Gargiulo on Doctor God is from New Jersey, and so it's uh, it's a constant revelation from him uh, as I, as we'll just be speaking and 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 just in kind, or he'll call me up and ask me about you know uh, production stuff or like, hey, we have this deal, or we have this meeting coming up, and all that. Uh, I think I did like the two the two big ones, the ones that really made him go like, oh oh, you hillbilly redneck, oh you shit kicker. <laughs> 
the two the two the two big ones were ones where uh the one where i like i told him i was like oh i had a dream where i said the phrase as nervous as a long-tailed cat in a room full of rocking chairs and you gave me a look the look you're giving me right now the look you're giving me right now if it's like what is that's the most country-ass thing i've ever heard in my life uh and the other one is that's uh, not that country well this one this one was fun then uh it was to him for being from, you know, the Jersey from Shore. Nerdy. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, from this one was nice because um, uh, it was just in passing because we were talking about, like, some deal or something. And I was just like, I was like, oh, yeah. I was like, oh, but because he's going to come in and be a, he's going to be the executive. Of, nah, man, that dog don't hunt. And he was like, <laughs> what? I should, you know, preach, I had to, yeah, I had to spend 20 minutes explaining to him. And finally, I just had to land on. I was like, I am a man purchasing I am in the man in I am a man who is in the market for a hunting dog. You claim <laughs> that you have a dog that would be perfect for such a, a, a scenario. I come to your home. You show me. I know for a fact that this particular breed does not make good hunting dog material. You are insisting that I should purchase this dog from you, but then I turn to you and say, sir. I know what kind of breed this dog is. I have used this type of breed of dog for this particular specific uh, act, and I can assure you that dog don't hunt. <laughs> He's like, oh, got it. I was like, yeah, you're trying to like, you know, try, yeah, you're trying to pull a fast one on me, a scam. He was like, oh yeah, oh oh yeah, yeah. No, that guy's no, that guy's not gonna work on our project. I was like, yeah, that dog don't hunt. He's like, no, that, no, I get it. That makes sense now. That makes sense now. I got it. <laughs> Uh, a quick video makes it way longer to explain it to someone. Oh yeah, it's because there's so much that goes into it. Yeah, yeah. One of my favorites, like my truly southern grit, uh, is when I haven't seen somebody in a really long time. It's I haven't seen you in a month of Sundays, yeah. and I find that I have to explain that to almost mm-hmm. everyone outside of North Carolina what that means. Yeah. I'm very big into efficiency uh, as not only with my comedy and my improv, but also I'm just sort of what do you say like idioms and stuff like that uh, is great. The irony, the great irony is when I do like a podcast or something, I'm always like, God, I'm talking too much. I'm talking too much. And then you see me on stage. I'm like, hello. <laughs> you know, like, uh, but my, my friend that I grew up uh, going to high school with uh, Jason Flint, AKA Flint dog. Uh, he had the, he had the best one. I really, really love because of its uh, efficiency. So if I went to you, Jen and Ben, like early on, Jen was like, Ben, do, do you know, do you know Brian James O'Connell? Do you know BOC? Have you guys met before? If Ben had not met me, he'd be like, no, I think this is our first time. I don't, I don't think I've had the pleasure or anything like that. Flint, uh, Flint dog would say, he don't know me. <laughs> <laughs> oh. oh, It's just a little, it's so perfectly self-contained, but it's a nice little flip and twist and it tells you everything you need to know about Jason Flint, doesn't it? Yep. Yeah, exactly. Yep. Exactly. yeah. It was if great. It was like going to high school. Privilege. Yeah. yeah. It was like going uh-huh. to high school with, with Hank Williams Jr. It was a fantastic time. <laughs> oh, so, so fun. Uh, but yeah, oh, did we, we got off on this tangent, which I love. For sure. But what should, what, where can people find you? What do you want to promote? Tell us, uh, tell us yeah, plugs. be your fan. Uh, thank you. I'm also, as an Irish Catholic improviser, I am the absolute worst at promoting and marketing myself. I'm probably second only to Miles Stroth, who will admittedly say that he is the worst marketer in the history of improv. Uh, I, uh, I can be found at itsboc.com, itsboc.com. That's my website that has 
all the stuff on it. So it's just a sort of one-stop shopping. I guess, uh, obviously, drgodcomedy.com, D-R-G-O-D, comedy, uh, all one word, and, uh, .com. It has all of our stuff, live shows, <laughs> whenever live shows happen again, if they ever do happen oh, again. Sometime um, in the future. Sometime in the future. Uh, and then, I guess, you know, uh, Bloodsucking Bastards, the movie I directed, that was uh, my third feature as a director, but uh, the first Dr. God film that we did, uh, that's on Amazon Prime. If you uh, if you belong to Amazon Prime, yeah, that has uh, Fran Kranz from uh, Cabin in the Woods. It has Pedro Pascal from Game of Thrones and Wonder Woman uh, and, and the Narcos Mandalorian. And, Mandalorian. Yeah, and the Mandalorian, like yeah, everything. We uh we got very lucky that we got him after he was cast in Game of Thrones before he went and shot it. So uh, right in the sweet spot. I will also say that he uh, and Fran and everyone, Joey Kern from Cabin Fever and Super Troopers, Joel Murray from Mad Men, Emma Fitzpatrick from uh, uh, she just did Law and Order SVU. She's on uh, uh, she's on Mother like she's on a ton of stuff. Uh, And then and, you know, Parvesh China and a bunch of other things. Um, uh, All of them are super nice. But like Pedro, like he is the one of the nicest sweetest human beings on the planet he deserved i like when we met about him being in the movie uh, we talked for two and a half hours maybe 20 minutes of it was about the movie about the script it was just the rest of just like talking about life and that he is uh gentle and kind and sweet and deserves every single damn thing that he has coming to him uh, oh, yeah. and also it's super fun. I was very excited to meet him and, and, and do all that. Cause again, my crazy brain bringing it full circle callback when he sat down, he was like, I just can't believe like from your email, it's like, you really know, it's like, Oh dude, I've been a fan of yours since you were on law and order SVU and you had a three <laughs> episode arc as a crooked DEA agent. And I just took him through the whole thing. And he was just looking at me like, uh, I was like, this is how my brain works. <laughs> uh, so so that uh, he he is definitely someone worth uh, worth rooting for. Uh, actually, it was just his birthday two days ago as well. So I wish oh, him a happy birthday. Happy belated birthday. Yeah, and then of course, uh, Heldin is uh, the animated series Doctor God does. It's called uh, Heldin. You can find that on Sci Fi Channel. Uh, it's part of their uh, Saturday night uh, TZGZ block. Uh, around Saturday nights at midnight ish is how they promote it, but it's also on the NBC universal app and you can see it all there. Uh, and that's, uh, yeah, that's, that's what, uh, that's the stuff I can think of. I'm sure I'm leaving out a bunch of stuff that I'll be reminded of, uh, the day after this comes out where someone's like, Hey asshole, you could have promoted this thing. I'm like, Oh God, I'm sorry. Oh, I know. I was literally just talking to you about that. I'm sorry. Oh yeah. The pack theater. Yeah. uh, Did a good job. Yeah, the Pack Theater has a, a Twitch uh, channel that we're doing a lot of uh, promotional and unique and funny comedy stuff. Alyssa Phillips, our artistic director, has uh, been a champion uh, pulling all that stuff together and, and, and doing it. And uh, the entire community, uh, the Pack Theater, is uh, we're, we're, we're pretty blessed to be uh, a part of that. And now I have, I have sort of stepped way back from all my duties and I'm letting, letting the young, fresh voices do all that stuff. And they are, they are knocking it out of the park. So that's awesome. It's, uh, it's always yeah, good. I left it. Yeah, I left it. I left it in good hands, and I can feel good about what I did with it. But it's uh, it was time for new young voices. You open the door for the people that come behind you, right? You're you're both teachers. You know how that works. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. absolutely, yeah. absolutely. You're but the door. All right. Speaking of the door, I think it's time for us to uh, to call it off. So, uh, Brian, sure. 
James. Oh, BOC. I'm so sorry. Please, yes. please Ben. Thank uh, you. It's been an absolute pleasure. And everybody, Thank you. wash your damn hands, y'all. Wash yeah. your damn hands. Mm-hmm. Thank you so much. Bye-bye. Thank you. Bye.